Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because Prayer Warriors are needed. I just thank God for giving us another Sunday, watching over us from head to toe. Uh, My mother and I did get to church today, too, so I thank God for that. We saw an excellent gospel concert. Um, It put some kind of hindrance. You know, God gives us warnings. I had these horrible dreams that they were working some kind of, uh, you know, evil stuff that occurred to us, but we we went forward and made it to church, and I'm praying tonight specifically for the demise of any type of plots on any of our lives, uh, any types of plans, demonic plans, whatever plans of the enemy, I call them things destroyed, destroyed and sent back to the abyss that it came from. I decree and declare that God's sovereign sovereign power, God's sovereign blood, his warrior angels will protect us and cover each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mother from head to toe. I plead the blood of Jesus over my nephews from head to toe. I plead the blood of Jesus for Elizabeth, for Anne, for um, Angelica, Amy, Nancy, all of the prayer warriors, Camille, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us from head to toe, and I bind and rebuke any demon force trying to come near us. I ask you, God, for a special coverage over targeted individuals. God, I ask you for intervention in my on behalf of my mom. I believe there's an assault, and I plead the blood of Jesus to break up every eugenic plan, every any type of induced uh, uh, plot, plan for medical emergencies. I plead the blood is stripped. The plans of the devil is destroyed. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood. The blood is against you, Satan. I plead the blood of Jesus against every attack on Anne's life. I bind and rebuke that spirit of confusion, that spirit of mind control programming that would stop her from handling her financial business. I plead the blood of Jesus that that pension application will get done. By any means necessary, God, you will send the proper person to facilitate the completion of that application. I plead the blood of Jesus over a hedge of protection over her from head to toe. I come against that demon spirit of mind control programming. I come against a demon spirit of witchcraft, whatever it is that's trying to hold her back. I've always said God has great plans for her. And, God, I just thank you for continuing to give her the gift of life, the gift of prayer, to keep her moving forward and letting her know that nobody got more power than God. And I thank you, God, for being all sovereign. I thank you, God, for being almighty. I thank you, God, for all you've done. I ask you, God, for special blessings over uh, my sister Angelica, who has emailed me with some concerns. I ask you, God, to watch over her. 
Give her a hedge of protection, God. Give her a place, God, a place of safety to be at, Heavenly Father. Direct her path every which way she may go. Bless my sister Elizabeth from head to toe, her children and her children's children, Heavenly Father, that her bloodline will be blessed and highly favored. I thank you, God, for what you've done in all of our lives, and I thank you, God, for all that you're going to do. I thank you, God, for the week coming before us. I decree and declare life and life more abundantly, life covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. I bind up the spirit of accidents. I bind up the spirit of sickness. I bind up the spirit of electronic torture. I come against the spirit of mind control programming. I come against isolation. I come against blacklisting. I plead the blood of Jesus against each and every one of those things. I come against it through the blood of Jesus Christ. God, I praise you. I magnify your name, Heavenly Father. I glorify you. I thank you, God, for the blessings, for the abundance in life. I thank you, God, for good health. I thank you, God, for the ability to be not confused. I bind up the spirit of confusion. I bind up the spirit of sickness. I bind up all the works of Satan from head to toe on God's people in the name of Jesus. Lord, I worship you. I adore you, and I exalt your holy name. I just thank you, God, for each and every blessing that you have coming for us, and I thank you, God, for each and every test we may have coming for us, that we can pass the test and punch the devil in the eye. I thank you, God, for covering us, shielding us, not letting one of us go off this earth through the power of eugenics, mind control programming, witchcraft, no demon program can touch us in the name of Jesus, that we will not be budged off this earth until God's divine order. Warrior angels, I decree and declare to come upon us. Watch over each and every one of us from head to toe in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you in advance. I praise you. I exalt your name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Go ahead, Elizabeth, go ahead, and then Anne, and Angelica, you're welcome to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank and I praise your holy name. Lord, I just ask that you keep us focused on what's most important, God. And that is, try to live our life to your liking. Lord, as we here in this call have become victims of mind control programming, electronic harassment, gang stalking, blacklisted, all of these ill things, God. Lord, I just praise that you have given some of us the knowledge to stay sane with common sense. As we all know, common sense is no longer common. And as we live each day by the grace of God, as we stay focused on his word, stay focused on him, give him all the praise and all the glory, we must ask that he keep us with a mindset of common sense. My control programming is so strong 
It takes us off the path that God has for us to deliver us. And, Lord, I just ask that you touch and anoint all of our minds, all of our hearts, God, that we can maintain what little common sense our perpetrators have left us with. But, Lord, we know that you are the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. We know that you are the king of kings and the prince of princes, and there is no one that can prevail over you in your work. And, Lord, I just thank you for giving me the sense that I have today that I can see things and and identify if it don't if it ain't right it ain't right I'm glad I still have that sense left after all the torturing to my body to my mind to my children's body and their mind Lord I just ask that you just bless us all God everybody in this call bless us God touch our minds touch our hearts heal our bodies heal Anne's body. Lord, help her, Lord. Lord, she is suffering so much. Help her, Lord, and help Miriam's daughter, Miriam's mom. Help her too, Lord, and, and Angelica and everyone that's in the call, God. Just help us, God. Deliver us. We don't even, it's not even help we want. We want to be delivered. We deserve to be delivered, God. We have stood on your word, God. And, Lord, we just ask that you bring us out of this, God, Immediately, if it be your will, God, just bring us out of this. Lord, it's just it's it's death-defying. Ah, shucks, I can't even get the words that I want to say. But, Lord, just touch and anoint our minds and our hearts. And when we are so weak and worn, God, let us put ourselves in the midst of other people who can fight for us. And, Lord, let us... Keep common sense to know that you have angels all around us, God, that because you brought them to us, they are willing to be our cheerful servants. And with that being said, Lord, I want to thank you and praise you for all that you've done. Thank and praise you for what you're doing. And above all, I thank and I praise you for what you're going to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 And? Yes. Um, Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name I pray, Father. Thank you, Father, so much for bringing me together this evening with my prayer warrior sisters. And I do indeed love them, Father, as we are bound together, not only in spirit, Father, but through our friendship, Father. I am a mind control victim, Father, and I struggle every day to to forge ahead, Father, and try to explain to my sisters how badly I'm being tortured, and I don't... Oh, boy. But, uh, no, I don't want to make that a call to you, Father. I, I just want to make that something that my sisters have full knowledge of, and I am to a deep, very deep degree of um, mind control. With that said, Father, I want 
more than ever for you to bless my sisters and and keep them from all that they suffer every day, Father. It's, I know they struggle through, Father. If they're going through any parts of what I'm dealing with, I know that they're suffering very badly. Um, please continue to bless my sister Miriam and her mom. I know she suffered badly too, Father. And it hurts me to hear how badly that they are suffering, Father. Please continue to bless her. And her mom, Father, her whole family, her extended family, please continue to bless Elizabeth and her family and her extended family, Father. Please continue to bless um, all those who may be on the call. I'm not quite sure all who's here on the call, but can bless them all, Father. Let them know that they are loved by you, Father. And all we really want, Father, is to regain our freedom, Father, as it's been stolen and taken from us. Uh, bless us all, Father. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray forever and ever. Amen. 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 Angelica, you want to say any prayers? Angelica? Washington State? Uh, I thought that was Angelica, but okay. All right, uh, for edification, and because I definitely believe that um, this, this, you know, there, there's some type of negative force going on trying to uh, take over. We know God is in charge. You should see now they're messing with the computer. I wanted to read Psalms 35. Let's go to see if I get a new window. Yeah. Psalms 37, which will come. Um, no, I'm going to go with Psalms uh, 91 for protection, number one. And this is specifically for my mom and, and anybody feeling uh, that there's uh, definitely uh, an attack on their well-being. Um safety of abiding in the presence of God. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely, God will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plaque come near your dwelling. Why? Because God will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. 
decree and declare the devil will be under your foot. Why? Because God has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. God, I thank you for the reading of the word. I thank you, God, for the word that tells us that you are the one that have all power and all might and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I don't care how much mind control programming, how much witchcraft, how much plotting and planning, the blood of Jesus against you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you and your dominions, that you will have no power in the name of Jesus. Okay. I'm reading from Joel's book, Blessed by Your Enemy. We took a look at blessed in the darkness. Let's take a look. When you have demons, Satan is planted throughout government structures in our governance offices. How do you how do you how do you deal? How do you live on this earth when these demons are planted in key positions? and can do things, that can give the false phenomenon of above the law, how do you make it? How do you survive with demons in power? Well, the Word of God tells us that we can be blessed by our enemies, and we're going to take a look at Joel Osteen's perspective on being blessed by your enemies. We all know that God can bless us. He can show us favor, promote us, heal us, but what we don't, always realize is that God can use our enemies to bless us. What you think is a disappointment, someone has caused that person who left you, the coworker who's trying to make you look bad, that friend who betrayed you, you may not like it, but you couldn't reach your destiny without it. It's all part of God's plan to get you where you're supposed to be. If it wasn't for Goliath, David would be known only as a shepherd boy. Goliath was strategically placed in David's path, not to defeat him, but to promote him. Without Goliath, David would have never made the throne. Don't complain about your enemies. Mm, that's a tough one, boy. <laughs> what may look like a setback is really a setup to get you to your throne. God could have used King Saul, who had the authority to promote David. All God had to do was move on Saul's heart and tell him, promote that young man. But God chose to bless David through his enemies in this case, not through his friends. That's why we don't have to play up to people and try to convince them to like us thinking, to like us thinking. Maybe they'll give me a good break. God doesn't have to use your friends or associates. He can use your enemies, your critics, the people who are trying to push you down. He'll use them to push you up. After David defeated Goliath, you never read anything more about Goliath. He was created for David's purpose. Part of his destiny was to establish who David was. 
in the same way God has lined up divine connections. People who will be good to you, encourage you, and push you forward. He's also lined up people who will try to stop you, people who will try to make you look bad and discourage you. There are Goliaths ordained to come across your path. If you don't understand this principle, you'll get discouraged and think, God, why is this happening to me? The opposition is not here to stop you. It's there to establish you. When you overcome, not only will you set up a new level of your destiny, but everyone around you will see the favor of God on your life. When Goliath steps in front of you, in 2002, we received word that the Houston Rockets were moving out of the compact center. The city leaders were thinking about selling it. We needed and had been looking for a larger auditorium. When I heard this news, something came alive inside of me. I know the building was supposed to be ours. Word got out. Give me a second. I got to um, turn this light up because it's really straining my eyes. Just give me a minute. One second. There are Goliaths ordained to come across your path. No, I'm, thank you. No, no, this, I guess this is good. Thank you, Mark. When Goliath steps in front of you, all right, let's take it from here. In 2002, we received word that the Houston Rockets were moving out of the compact center and the city leaders were thinking about selling it. We needed and had been looking for a larger auditorium. When I heard this news, something alive inside me. Something came alive inside of me. I knew that building was supposed to be ours. Word got out in the city that we were interested in it. There was a lot of talk about what would happen to this building. A friend of mine was at a luncheon with some very high-powered business executives. One of the executives, a very influential man, found out that my friend attends Lakewood. This executive began to talk about the compact center and how opposed he was to us buying it, and it was a terrible thing that could be for the city. He said that it should remain a sports arena and that by no means should the city allow a church there and on and on. Some of the other people at the table joined in laughing about it, making fun, saying we didn't have a chance in the world to get it. Finally, the executive looked at my friend and said sarcastically, it'll be a cold day in hell before Lakewood gets that building. My friend called me afterward and told me about the discussion. I thought, thanks a lot for the good news. (laughs) But the truth is that discussion was ordained by the creator. The executive was one of those Goliaths who God strategically placed in our path. When I heard how much he was against us, something rose up inside. I had been determined before, but now there was a holy determination. I had a new fire, a new passion, a new resolve. 
every time things got tough and I was tempted to get discouraged and to think it wasn't going to work out, I would recall his words, a cold day in hell, and instantly I got my passion back. Sometimes God will put an enemy in your life to keep you stirred up. He'll allow critics, naysayers, discouragers, and even haters so that when you're tired and feel like giving up, just the thought of them will help you shake it off and keep moving forward. Not because you feel like it, but because you don't want to give your enemies the joy of seeing you defeated. I think that applies to what we were talking about, Ann. I mean, sure. Yeah, you need to get that application done because you know that's what they want for you not to do it. Absolutely, so, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just punch the that's got to get done. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have a smile on your face just so that person who hurt you doesn't see you discouraged. This is not because of spite or pride, but a holy determination. God uses the negative to keep us stirred up. Although the business leader who was always doesn't realize it, I've used him more than he my friend. He was one of the most instrumental people in our getting the compact sense. The funny thing is that he wasn't for us. He was dead set against us. God used our enemy to bless us. If I ever see that man, I need to buy him dinner. I need to write some of my enemies a check. If they hadn't been, somebody's breathing in the phone. You're breathing in the phone. I'm, I'm sorry, it's me. Okay. If they hadn't been against me, I wouldn't have prayed so hard. If they hadn't made fun of us, I might have given up when it seemed overwhelming. If they hadn't tried to push me down to talk me out of it and told me I didn't have what it takes, I might have settled where I was. It was the opposition that pushed me forward. Many times your enemies will do more to catapult you to success than your friends. Okay. There's a table prepared for you. David said to God, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Mm. When God brings you through the dark valley of opposition, he's not going to do it in private. He's going to do it in such a way that all your enemies can say, can see, God has blessed you. Our building is on the second busiest freeway in the nation. You can't drive in the city of Houston for very long without seeing what God has done. Without seeing what God has done for Lakewood. Every time that man who said we never get that compact center drives by, I can imagine something whispers in his ear. It's a cold day in hell because we're right here. You may be up against a similar enemy right now, an enemy to your health, your finances, a relationship. It may look as though it's never going to work out. Have this new perspective. God is preparing the table right now. The angels are taking the food out of the oven. They're setting the place placemats. Gabriel is putting the finishing touches on the meal, and on any moment, you're going to hear the dinner bell. God is going to say, it's time. Here's the meal. I've prepared you. It's not going to be a little fast food meal tucked over in the corner when nobody notices. God is going to prepare a table for you as he did for David, as he did for us. We're not just all your friends can see it, but even your enemies. 
the doubters, the critics, the people who said it wouldn't work out are going to see you blessed, healed, promoted, vindicated in a position of honor and influence. In one sense, God used Judas more than he used the other disciples. Judas was ordained to betray Jesus. That was his purpose, to try to stop him. It wasn't just his idea. It was part of the plan of God. At the time, it seemed like a bad break. But had he not betrayed Jesus, there would not have been a crucifixion. And without the cross, there wouldn't have been a resurrection. And without a resurrection, we wouldn't have redemption. We celebrate Mary, the mother of Jesus, giving birth in the manger. We celebrate John baptizing Jesus and the dove coming down from heaven. And we celebrate Peter, James, and John walking with Jesus and being his friends. But at the same time, the man who betrayed Jesus, the one who sold him out for 30 pieces of silver, was just as critical to his destiny, if not more so than the others. What am I saying? Don't complain about that person who betrayed you. If they walked away, they didn't set you back. They set you up. If that had not happened, you wouldn't get to where you're supposed to be. If they overlooked you, tried to push you down and lied about you, it may not have been fair, but nothing happens by accident. If God allowed it, he knows how to use it for your good. What if Jesus had gotten upset and said, God, I'm your son. How could you allow this man to betray me? He's one of my main disciples. Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him, but he didn't try to stop him. He didn't try to talk him out of it. He said at their last supper together, the one to whom I give this bread is going to betray me. He handed it to Judas and said, go. Do what you're going to do quickly. Jesus understood that betrayal was a part of his destiny. Too often we fight what doesn't go our way. We get upset and become bitter. But the longer I live, the more I realize that nothing happens by accident. If you keep the right attitude, God will even use the opposition to bless you. Remember, Jesus understood that betrayal was a part of his destiny. Blessed by your enemies, the enemy will be used to bless you. I talked to a well-known minister one time. For over 50 years, he had gone around the world doing so much good. Most people were very appreciative and received him well. But in his hometown, the editors of the local newspaper never liked him. They were constantly finding something bad to write. He could do 100 things right, but they wouldn't report on that. They would find the one thing they didn't like and make a big deal about it. This went on year after year. He had an interesting perspective. He told me if it weren't for that newspaper, I wouldn't have accomplished as much. I asked, what do you mean? He answered, that newspaper not only kept me on my knees, but he gave me the fuel to prove them wrong. This minister went on to build a beautiful university in that city with tens of thousands of young, where tens of thousands of young people have attended. Towards the end of his life, when he was retired, the paper's editor finally had a change of heart. They wrote a big front page article that celebrated everything he had done. It was as though God had waited on purpose. God knew that enemy, even though my friend didn't like all the criticism, was making it. It was making him better. It kept him stirred up. 
he was more determined and more diligent. You hear that, Anne? More determined and more diligent. And he would not let his guard down. There are some things we don't like, some things we may even be praying for God to take away from us, but if he removed them, we wouldn't reach our highest potential. That opposition is making you stronger. That means to me the the TI program. Many people didn't even know they had such a, a, a passion for human rights. Honey, this program hit you. Guess what? You got a passion you never knew about. It's coming out. <laughs> Those people who try to push you down, <clears throat> the betrayal, the disappointments, none of these can keep you from your destiny. God has the final say. If he hasn't removed it, that means it's working for you. He strategically places the Goliaths, the Judas, the critics, the opposition in our lives. Without Goliath, you won't take your throne. Without Judas, you won't reach your destiny. Without the naysayers, you won't become all you were created to be. In the scripture, four men carried a paralyzed man to see Jesus. When they arrived at the house, it was so crowded inside that they had to take him up on the roof and let him down through the ceiling. At one point, Jesus said to the man, your sins have been forgiven. Some of the religious leaders were offended and began to murmur to themselves. Under their breath, they said, who does he think he is? He can't forgive sins. Only God can do that. The scripture says Jesus knew their thoughts. They were trying to be discreet, trying to hide their reaction, but he knew full and well what they were thinking. Jesus said to them, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven or rise and take up your bed and walk? To prove to them that he was the son of God, he turned to the paralyzed man and told him to rise up. The man stood up perfectly well. When they saw him stand up, I'm sure the religious leaders nearly passed out. They said to one another, we've never seen anything like this. Here's my point. If the religious leaders had not been murmuring, complaining, criticizing, maybe this man wouldn't have been healed. Jesus could have just forgiven his sins and moved on. But right in the midst of their murmuring, Jesus healed him. When people are talking about you, trying to make you look bad, trying to push you down and keep you in a dark place, don't worry. God sees and hears them. They're putting you in a position to be blessed in a greater way. You have no straight, you you don't have to straighten them out. Don't get involved in the battles that don't matter. Let them talk, just as with the man. God will use your enemies to bless you. Some of the favor you've seen, some of the good breaks happen not because of you, but because of the people who tried to stop you. They put you in a position for promotion. I always thank God for my friends, but I've learned to thank God for my enemies too. Without the murmuring, the paralyzed man might not have been healed. Without Goliath, David might not have taken the throne. The betrayal of Judas eventually led to the resurrection of Jesus from the grave. Without that executive who was against us, we might not have our building. You need to see every enemy, every adversity, every disappointment in a new light. The opposition is not there to defeat you. It's there to increase you to make you better. A man told me his business had dwindled down to nothing. It looked as though it wasn't going to make it. To make matters even worse, 
one of its main competitors had gone on a radio show and talked about it in a very unfavorable light. The competitor had been extremely critical and talked about how this man's business just wasn't up to par. It looked as though he would be the final, it would be the final blow that put his business under, but it was just the opposite. When the competitor talked about him, he drew attention to the business and things started turning around. New clients started calling and today it's going stronger than ever. It has even surpassed the competitor's company. What happened? God used the businessman's enemy to bless him. God has all kinds of ways to meet your needs. He can use your critics to promote you. He can cause your obstacles to become stepping stones. He knows how to take what was meant for you, for your harm, and use it to your advantage. Amen. Don't be intimidated. In the early 1900s, cotton farmers in Alabama were facing a major challenge. A tiny insect called the ball wolverine had migrated from Mexico as the cotton belt, and it was quickly destroying their crops. They tried everything they could to get rid of it. They tried to exterminate it with all kinds of chemicals and even came up with a new class of insecticides, but no long-term avail. Eventually, all they could do was sit back and watch their livelihood be eaten away. A very dark place to be in. But one day, a farmer had an idea. He said, instead of planting our normal cotton crops that we know can't survive, let's plant peanuts. The others looked at him as though he had lost his mind. They said, peanuts? We can't make a living off of peanuts. Eventually, he convinced them to try it, and they went to work. They discovered that the bell weevils didn't like the taste of peanuts. Their crops took off in a way they had never seen. They made more money off of peanuts in a few months than they would normally make all year long. In fact, when the bell weevils were diminished, many of the farmers didn't go back to their normal cotton crops. They stuck with the peanuts. God used that insect to bless them with prosperity. God works in mysterious ways. You may be dealing with some insecticide in your life right now. My encouragement is that you stay in faith. Peanuts are coming. What you think is a fact is really setting you up to do something new. Don't sit around complaining about what didn't work and who did you wrong. That's just an insect. It's something that looks as though it's there to destroy or hurt you, but in fact, God sent it to launch you to a new level. The next time you see that person at the office who's always been talking about you, trying to make you look bad, just think to yourself, they're just an insecticide. They think they're bringing me down, but I know the truth. God is using them to push me up. God said that he would make your enemies your footstools. And, and to you, you probably have to be the one to come up with this, um, the shielding device. Because this, you know, what they've done to you is ridiculous. But God gave you, yeah, God gave you a skill. Yeah. You just keep using that brain God gave you. I'm going to do my best, dear. 
certainly yeah, that, that, that's probably your assignment. You're gonna you're gonna come up with shielding. Yeah. If it, look at you know that that yeah. story of the men in the cotton field that insect was eating up their cotton, mm-hmm. and and you know, they were, so they found out the insect didn't like peanuts, so they start planting peanuts. The the peanuts made more money than the cotton. Yeah. So whatever God puts in front of us, even if it looks now, he doesn't put the negative, but whatever our enemies, God can turn that thing around. Absolutely. And I think, I believe what you're going through, there's a destiny for you. And that is to really come through. You're going to have to, you've got some skills, some knowledge they don't want you to get to, but you may be the one to come up with the shielding device that's greatly needed. I hope so. I really do. Mm-hmm. I know God has, has put something in my path for me to follow, and I'm definitely going to follow in that direction. Every Mm -hmm. day is an opportunity for me to seek my freedom, and as I do, and open that door, it opens the door for all targeted victims. That's for sure. And my Mm -hmm. perpetrator knows that. Yeah, and that's why he's trying to block you, because the blockage they're doing to you is just ridiculous. Absolutely. So there's, there's some kind of skill you got deep, deep down inside that they're petrified. They come Absolutely. God can definitely pull it out. So, you know, yes. keep praying, keep stay prayed up, and just ask God to lead and direct you. And I do that every day, to lead and yes. direct me in the direction yes. he wants me to go in. And this he is gives, where it has he gives so far. To let us know. It's amazing. This week I had, like, three really bad dreams. I'm like, what is this? And they were, you know, after my mother. And you can believe they, they're, you know, but I'm pleading the blood of Jesus. You know, in my dream, they were coming after her. Really? So, yeah. And then something had happened today. And I'm like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. So they're plotting, they're planning. Yeah. You know, she was in her scooter and out of nowhere, you know, there was a bump. So she kind of turned over. She, her body, everything was okay. We got her up. But I was like, the Lord was just kind of letting me know yeah. they were, planning, you know, and I had to use the accessoride, so that means I had to make a, a reservation so they knew where I was coming. I mean, these people are sick. Yes. But I come yeah. against every bit of plots and accident planning in the name of Jesus that in it won't work. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. In yes. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just keep plot. Just keep praying, and I know it's going to turn around. We're going to get our freedom, and and your mom has been blessed, and all targeted victims will get their way. What well, that day is coming because they have no right to take it. As long as they understand the spiritual growth associated with this program, yeah. Okay, we're not going to get any day unless we learn the lessons God wants us to learn. Yes, that's true. You know, be hoping, you know, for whatever, you know, I mean, we've got some TIs that if God was to free them, they'd go back, right back to where they was. God doesn't want that. That's true. Yeah, that's they've, true. They've been, this has been designed that when we come out of this, that it'll be no doubt in our mouth that God did it. Absolutely. And I know in the month mm-hmm. of February, I'm going to try to get to get my get my body scanned so I can move forward in that direction too. You know, some doors are going to be opening up. That's for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And you you just have, I think, Anne, in your case, you have to look at what has worked 
to, you know, help you, even if it's a little bit feel feel better. You have to add all five of those things up together, and you'll probably come up with a real package deal, you know? I'm certainly, you know, hoping and blessing that God has, has guided me in that direction that he wants me to go in. And, and whatever I come up with, it will be something that will be rewarding for all targeted. I'm sure you've seen one or two things, whether it's a vitamin, whether it's um, whatever it is that has helped. You've got to have all of those up and, you know, ask God to lead you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. 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 You didn't go through this for any, for any reason. And this is, you went through this to give, you know, at the end of the day, it's to give God the glory, to let the world know that it's only God's mercy that gave you the remedy that you're going to come up with and that gave you the power to to endure. Absolutely. Endure all these years. It's going to be 17 years this year, 17 Mm -hmm. years of this. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And we're at a stage now where he's trying to undo all that I placed and put in place with the uh, with my summary. Who knows about me and what they knew about me, the pictures and all of that. He's trying to undo that. Believe well, thank God, Amy did come and see you. So Amy has a lot of stuff you gave her, right? Yes, I did forward over um, a draft of the uh, directive uh, that's on the on the opposite end of what President Trump was talking about. And it kind of generalized those who are uh, targeted victims. Well, I didn't say targeted victims, but I said something in reference to uh, uh, President Trump um, um, per your directive and whatever number that was. And, oh, and you and Amy, you two did the letter? Yeah, well, not the letter, but I sent over um, a draft. And, and per what you were saying about COINTELPRO as well as, you know, tar, uh, be, those being attacked. Uh, let me just finish up. I'm almost finished up this Joel, um, Joel's chapter here. Oh, okay. And right. uh, welcome, everybody. Northern, middle, Tennessee, welcome. Okay, so what you think is a setback is really God setting you up to do something new. Uh, you may be dealing, okay, with some insects in your life right now. My encouragement is that you stay in faith, peanuts to come. What you think is setback is really God setting you up to do something new. Don't sit around complaining about who, what didn't work and who did you wrong. Uh, it's something that looks as though it's there to destroy or hurt us, but in fact, God allows it to launch us to a new level. Mm-hmm. The next, um, you, you may okay. The next time you see that person at the office who's always talking about you, try to make you trying to make you look bad. Just think to yourself, there's an in, they're just an insect. They think they're bringing me down, but I know the truth. Joel says here, God will turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones that cause you to go up. When I was 10 years old, I played a little league baseball. I was very small for my age. In fact, I was always the smallest player on the team, and people called me Peanut. We were in the middle of an important game, and the stands were full. 
everybody was closely watching as I stepped up to bat. When the opposing coach saw how small I was, he stepped out of the the out of the, the dugout and began to holler to his players in the outfield, coming closer, coming closer. He was waving both arms in the air, making a big scene. He might as well have yelled, this kid is a loser. He's too small. He's not up to the part. He can't hit. Everybody in the stands was watching him. I was standing at home plate so embarrassed that for a moment I felt like hiding. The outfielders came in right behind the infield. Nobody was in the outfield. All I could think of was that he must have seen my brother Paul play. When I saw the outfield shift, the opposing team had put on something came over me. I thought, that coach doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know what I can do. He didn't breathe life into me. He doesn't determine my destiny. I'm a child of the Most High God. I can all do all things through Christ. I might have been small, but when the pitcher threw the ball, I swung as though I was 10 feet tall and gave it everything I had. I connected perfectly, and that ball took off, went way over their heads, took two bounces, and hit the fence because nobody was in the outfield. I made an inside-the-park home run. Here's what I want you to see. The next time I got up to bat, that coach stepped out of the dugout with just as much enthusiasm, just as much fanfare, but this time he started hollering to his players, back up, back up, back up. I smiled and thought, now I like how that sounds. In the same way, the enemy will come against you in your thoughts, saying you'll never be successful. You'll never break that addiction. You'll never get out of that problem. You can either believe the enemy, believe those lies, and let him talk you into mediocrity, or you can say, as I did at 10 years old, no, you don't determine my destiny. You don't set the limits for my life. You didn't give me breath. You don't know what I'm capable of. I may look small, but I'm full of resurrection power. When you rise up in faith like that, you don't be defeated by your enemies. You'll be promoted by your enemies. You do that a few times, and he'll start telling his forces, back up, back up, back up. He's more powerful than he looks. Don't mess with him. He's highly favored. He's more than a conqueror. The scripture says, do not be intimidated by your opponent. Don't be intimidated by what somebody says. Don't be intimidated by that sickness or by or by how big the obstacle is. You are not weak. You are not lacking. You're full of can-do power. The greatest force in the universe is on your side, and don't forget that. Again, particularly for all TIs, the greatest force in the universe is on our side. We serve a God. We serve a mighty God. The greatest force in the universe is on our side. Mm, almost it may be Friday, but Sunday is coming. After the death of Joseph, the people of Israel living in Egypt were blessed and increased greatly in numbers to the point that many years later, Pharaoh feared them, and he put them under slave masters to oppress them with forced labor. But something interesting happened. The scripture says the more Pharaoh afflicted them, the more the Israelites multiplied. Pharaoh thought he was stopping them, but in fact he was increasing them. Sometimes when God wants to promote you, he doesn't send you a good break. He sends you an enemy. Mm. 
to cause a pharaoh, a supervisor perhaps, to turn up the heat. Mm. Wow. He'll put you in an unfair situation. Don't get discouraged. The more opposition, the more you're going to increase. We may not like it, but we grow under pressure. Our characters develop, and we discover talent that we didn't know we had. Pharaoh, by oppressing them with the slave labor, was trying to restrict the Israelites to squeeze them, to put under put them under pressure. When you wash your car at home, you know that the water that comes out of your hose is going to shoot only about three or four feet. But when you want to really spray the car off, you need the water to go further. So you put your thumb over the end of the hose and restrict the flow of the water. You might think that when you restrict it, less water would come out. But that's not the case. When you restrict the water, the same amount shoots out. But because it's under so much more pressure, it shoots out 15 or 20 feet. It goes many times further than it did with pressure. There's some background noise. Background noise, please. What he doesn't realize is that all that pressure is going to cause you to shoot out further. When you feel restricted background, there's some background noise, please. When you feel restricted, when you face opposition, don't be discouraged. Get ready to shoot out. Get ready for new levels. Get ready for promotion. The pressure is not going to stop you. It's going to increase you. When Jesus was about to be crucified, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane, which literally means the place of pressing. It was an olive grove. The only way to get the valuable oil out of the olives is to press them. If you've never been put under pressure, if you never have to stretch your face, endure, overcome, and persevere, you won't tap into the treasures God put on the inside. On a Friday, Jesus was nailed to the cross, incredible pressure. On Saturday, he was the grave fighter, fighting the forces of darkness is restricted. But on Sunday morning, he came shooting out of the grave. Death couldn't hold him down. Our message of the resurrection is that God uses our enemies to bless us. Maybe you feel restricted today, pressured as though you're being squeezed. It's Friday. Don't worry. Sunday is coming. The pressure is going to cause you to shoot out. When you see where God takes you, the favor, the blessings, the promotion, you're going to look back and say, as the Psalms has said, it was good that I was afflicted. David will tell you that it was good that Goliath showed up. Jesus will say that it was good that Judas betrayed him. I can tell you that it was good that the executive was against us, and it was good that the coach said I was too small. The Israelites would tell you that it was good that Pharaoh restricted them. It may not have been comfortable at the time, but one day you will say, that enemy didn't defeat me. That enemy blessed me. Now stay in faith, for God has your back. Mm. You hear that, T.I.? Stay in faith. God has your back. We have the most powerful force in the universe for us. If he wouldn't allow the pressure if it wasn't going to, to work for your good. It may be Friday in your life, but Sunday's coming. You're about to shoot out stronger, healthier, promoted, vindicated, and better off than you were before. 
Amen, amen, amen. Blessed by your enemies. Let me go over the uh, the key points he has here. Blessed by your enemies. Some of the key points. There are Goliaths ordained to come across your path. That means there are enemies ordained. God has allowed. Now, with this TI program, you can't tell me if we're sitting up here saying God is the uh, uh the, the most powerful force on this earth, then you we would say, so where's how come you know, where's how come you didn't stop the T I program? So we have to look at it as there are Goliaths, there are T I programs ordained to come across our path for a reason. I believe the T I program was ordained, allowed by God on behalf of humanity. Mm-hmm. This this is a humanity. This is, you know, I mean, uh, yes, a, a good amount of people. Right. And, and it's also exemplifying a demon spirit that, you know, yes, it started out with TIs, but now if you look at the whole world, they put out all the, t- the whole world in this program because now they're, they're just making people sick, making money off of people, and then telling them. So, yes. You know, this is a demon program that God has allowed to wake people up to never allow this demon spirit to govern your nation. That's really the bottom line. You can't have demons govern the nation. You just can't. Because that's when sickness and death is prioritized, leading us to, to death, right, leading us to hell. All right, another key point he has here. Many times your enemies will do more to catapult you to success than your friends. Mm-hmm. Many times it means your enemies will do more. They're pushing you to another level. If you're a true TI, you've done some serious growing in this program, maturing. When this first pro- this program hit, I was like, give me, give me, what? Well, it's time to wear all white. I'm the new flying nun. I would have did flying nun. Mother Teresa, a Muslim, whatever it took, you get so did you know, you you just like this is just too thick. So you know God is bringing us to another level. You know, bring us to qualities that we didn't know we had. That you know make help us drop habits, drop things that harmed us in the past that we won't rip, replicate the same matters. We won't let the devil use us. I commend all TIs that woke up that we'll let this program designed to push you to suicide. It's designed to push you to sit on a bar stool with your mouth open. It's designed to have you with your mouth open looking at the stars. So I commend all TIs that pass that test of saying, no, Satan, you're not taking my spirit away. You're not taking my, my prayer away, my praise life. You're not taking my smile and standing on, standing on faith in God's prayer. All right, another point he has here. Jesus understood that betrayal was part of his destiny. Yeah, when you right, when we get to a point that we understand um uh this program. For Jesus it was betrayal, for us it's a TI program. It's a it's a whole targeted program. We have to understand that it's part of our destiny. God's in control. It was part of our destiny. It was supposed. It was designed to bring out skills in us we didn't even know we had. Half of these TIs didn't even know they were human rights advocates. Please, 
All right, another point he has here. You need to see every enemy, every adversity, every disappointment in a new light. The opposition is not there to defeat you. It's there to increase you, to make you better. Mm-hmm. Well, well if, if you came into this program, like many people did, believing your good job, your money, your income was based on your skills, your education, your knowledge, you're just so intelligent and that, you know, this program will teach you that was called God's favor because material things they can take from you. Anybody could be blacklisted. Anybody can lose their income. It's only God's favor that could keep you alive and make a way for you. So don't be intimidated. What you think is a setback is really God setting you up to do something new to recognize divine power. Another point, the only way to get the valuable oil out of the hours is to press them. Joel gives an example with the olive oil. Olive oil, some expensive oils, the best oil. In order to get that olive oil, they got to press them things. They got to squeeze them. So look at our lives as targeted individuals or just people, God's people. We've got some olive oil in us. And we're passing the pressing test. God is pressing that oil. That oil would not be coming out unless it got pressed. And that's what the devil's trying to do. He's trying to press us. We need to punch the devil in the eye and continue to serve God faithfully. Be determined that, God, whatever you have for me to learn behind this sick program, God, I'm ready to learn and I'm ready to move to the next step. Um, Give me my assignment, God, to help make this world a better place. Give me my assignment, God, to help make humanity, to expose this wicked program, to shut down this wicked program. Stand on God's word and pray every day fervently. I come against, come against through the blood of Jesus. Sickness, eugenics, mind control programming, electronic torture, income blacklisting. Come pray against it in the name of Jesus. Witchcraft, induced accidents. We plead the blood of Jesus against all of the satanic plots. We stand on your word, God, that you are all sovereign, all powerful, that the devil will not make fools of God's people, God's word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You can't please God without exemplifying faith. So we stand on your word, God. I know you're mighty or sovereign, and I know you will cover us. Every attack Satan has planned and plotted, particularly against my mother and I, I call it sent back to the abyss in the name of Jesus. And may the sender suffer the consequences that God puts on their soul and their life, whatever God chooses for them. I come against every plot and plan to harm targeted individuals in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. And I thank you and I praise you, God, for directing TIs across this nation, TIs I never even met. I've seen some of their websites just doing outstanding things. 
people on the Internet trying to let people know that this satanic force is going from country to country, making people sick and making money off of making people sick and then killing them. You know, that's a demon spirit from the pit of hell. When government money could be used to the depopulation, to the harming, and they're using witchcraft to initiate the induction into the medical system, we come against that demon in the name of Jesus. If those demons' plots and plans are exposed in manifestations, that Satanists will be pulled out of every branch of the of government. We call the uh, executive branch blessed and governed by God, the judicial branch blessed and governed by God, the uh, legislative branch blessed and governed by God. Satan, we come against every Satanist in me in the name of Jesus. Any usurpation plan to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, we call for God's righteousness to reign over those three branches of government, that God's people are governed by the power of God, by the will of God, and by God's laws. And every law made in contravention to the word of God may be sent back to the pit it came from and be null and void on this earth. In the name of Jesus, God, we praise your holy name. Thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. We give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Comments? Oh, that's absolutely beautiful of you, Miriam. I like Joel Olsen. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, and it's it's like a book designed for, you know, I I mean, yeah. Yeah, He he tells Mm -hmm. the story too. He he always puts a story to what he's, his message is that he's trying mm-hmm. to get across that makes such great sense. Yeah. Yeah. So many people, you know, that suffered. You know, Joseph, look, they put him in a pit. I mean, just the thought of, can you imagine? We're sitting here thinking we're going through all this. Can you imagine sitting in a pit? Yeah. Yeah. You know, evil is so sick. I forgot what book I was reading. You know, evil has been on this earth for a long time. I think what book was what book had said that they used to dip human beings in hot oil as a punishment. Yeah. Yeah, So we, you know, evil is on this. It's on this earth. Yeah. That's uncivilized. I was like, what kind dip people in hot oil? What? That ain't nothing but the the, the demon power. Slavery was a demon. Apartheid is a demon. All of these ungodly programs. So this is another program here that just like slavery, um, you know, is not outright, you know, we're dealing, now we have to fight modernized slavery. That's what the TI program is, basically. Wow. And slavery was eradicated back in the day. Then you know modernized slavery is going to be eradicated. Yeah. yeah. And, and slavery, did, did slavery go away right away? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. didn't. And those people suffered. And I stand behind. Harriet Tubman used Mm -hmm. to follow a war star, and she had blockouts. Mm -hmm. And she never ended up in the hospital. I'll be doggone if any eugenicists think that just because you live in America or you just because you have an income or just because whatever reason you're supposed to end up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The devil is a liar. Yeah. 
yeah. and be killed, you know. And be killed. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I decree and declare not another one in my family will go out because of eugenics. Yeah. My sister mm-hmm. and got my father with one of their oxygen um, machines, a, t- a toxic oxygen machine, not a, in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, I come against that. That 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 curse, that bloodline curse is sent to the pit of hell mm-hmm. with fervent fire. Yeah, for sure. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz, any comments? Uh, no, no. I'm here. Okay, what uh, do you do? Mm-hmm. blessed by your enemies. I thought it was great. I, um, I thought it was good. Uh, right. That's by my enemies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just well, wish he, I knew who they were. <laughs> well, I think his point was that, you know, they think they're hurting you and God's using the program to develop you. You know what I'm saying? To make you a better person. Yeah. And I say particularly with you guys, I mean, we got so many people from all different walks of life. The A lot of people, I believe, they didn't even know they had a human rights speck in them. But when this program hit, all of a sudden, <laughs> am I correct? Yes, yes. We talk about human rights and freedom yeah. and things of that nature. That, we, um... that would be part of their destiny. They probably just wanted to work, make their little money, Buy their little house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, not to be racial, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of uh, Caucasian people just never thought that they'd get caught up in this human rights fight. You know what I'm right. saying? Black right. people been fighting human rights all their life, so we right. kind of, you know, we kind of yeah. knew. But for many white people, they just, they just, you know, they just never, you know, never heard of something like this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and God had a design that they would be part of a human rights movement. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even know they had this skill in them until they came across these. This, so that's an example of how, you know, God can uh, bless you in the darkness. He'll bring out skills you didn't even know you had, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, that's for sure. Look at all of us. Would we be sitting on the phone praying on a yeah. Saturday? We would pray Friday nights. Right, exactly. Sunday nights. Yeah. You know, yeah. before those were my my partying nights. You know, <laughs> that the Lord got away and turned out. And that's my party night. I'm on the phone here and I'm talking about human rights. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. After work, it was like, oh, where are we going to meet? And, you know, where's the happy hour? What? God yeah. said, your happy hour is going to be on the prayer line. How about yeah. that? Okay. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Happy hours on the prayer line. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Well, well, yep, that's yep, yep. Sure. So and that's, God, that God wants our testimony, too. He wants us to be the survivors of this and tell the story about how God pulled us through. You know, and mm-hmm. in, in the most bleakest time, and how he used our enemies to help propel us, you know, in a position where this story is out, and it's no longer. And, and even you know, mm-hmm. and then even in your case with mind control, God could be using that to let to, for you to shock Azul, the programmers, 
the perpetrator, every person behind your wiring that we can we did all of this time, and she still got all her work done. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, uh, you, you know, leave their mouths open, and if I was you, really eat them. I'm trying to enroll in the PhD program. Let <laughs> <laughs> make sure I get through. Huh? <laughs> oh my girl, made it through a PhD program. after you so bad, and that I think if you just yeah. enroll, they can tighten up something. You know, <laughs> but the thing is, Miriam, they playing both sides of the stick. They play in both sides of the of the coin, and they want to keep it that way, whereas both sides of the coin, they can't say that, hey, she's totally telling the truth, okay? They can't say that she's totally telling the lie. So they want to flip from flop, flop, flip, flip, flop, flop, flip, flip. So there's deception, and they can swing the stirring in any direction. Hello? And you accomplished this, and you said you was that, you know? And here it is. I can't accomplish it because they don't want me to. Really, they don't want me to succeed. Really. Well, we didn't talk what they don't want. You, you know what I'm saying. You're gonna right. do what you can do. You know right. what I'm saying. Exactly. Because exactly. you know that you've been placed in a research project. Right. So you know, right. The money's worth and and shock azul them. Okay. Right. You thought you heard me, but you're bringing me to. You know, take a theology course. I don't eat them alive. So prepare <laughs> you for a ministry. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know they don't like this, you know. Yeah, but they take, and, get a, oh, get ready for a ministry, become a, you know, whatever you can do. Yeah, oh, forget yeah. it. Yeah, but because you're under on a research project. I'm not going to have your research project say how I fell apart. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're okay. absolutely right. People understand how spiritual this program is, they probably will fall apart. But when mm-hmm. you know, once you really know that God is in charge, He's going to pull you through this. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know that He's you know, in charge uh, and in control, and I can't possibly go anywhere until He's absolutely ready to receive me. That's for sure. So I will do what I can do on any possible level that's in the direction of seeking our freedom, because I know any door opening is a door for all targeted victims. That's for sure. Right, right. And God wants my testimony, too. I'm hopeless, and I couldn't reach for a glass of water. But still, I'm able to accomplish this and accomplish that. God wants my testimony to be in his corner, and he Well, you're, you're not hopeless, and, and you're I know, not. I'm not, a, I know I'm not over. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not over. And it's, it's, uh, it's been 17 years this year, you know, and I struggle to speak, and uh, I'm under such... Uh, torture, torment, even as I'm speaking, you know. Um, but I'm speaking. That That is the key. I'm speaking. Every day is mm-hmm. an opportunity to, to try to get freedom, and freedom not only from myself, but freedom from all targeted victims as well. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'm we sorry. have a lot to be thankful for. You know, I yeah. think back mm-hmm. to that um, song that Charlie Wilson made, I'm Blessed. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? I've seen a little bit of it. I, I heard of Charlie Wilson's name. I'm going to put okay, it in the Okay, you're on the internet. Go to YouTube, type in Charlie Wilson, I'm blessed. Okay, that's exactly what I was going to do. Right, because, you know, with just what, with, I mean, we are all blessed, those yeah. that 
if we are still speaking, mm-hmm. we're blessed. <laughs> just we're period. Blessed. Okay? So, you know, right. we have to just, you know, put our blessings over to the best of our ability is to put our blessings, count our blessings over the trauma that we're going through. And I know yeah. it's hard, and I, I understand where you're coming from, and on the mind of what you, you yeah. know, if there are limitations. Even myself, I have a ton of work that I need to be doing, and mm-hmm. I am stumped. You know, so I understand. I really, okay. really understand. Yeah. It ain't nothing to play with. Right. You know, and, and then when even if you force yourself to attempt, you know, to do some work that requires mental um, thinking, you know, analytical mm-hmm. thinking, you know, mm-hmm. you are troubled even in the midst of that. So, right. so devastating. It's just devastating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I thank God that, um, you know, by most parts, I, I still have some common sense. But what mm-hmm. I ask him is to to direct me how to be stronger with the sense that I have left. Because mm-hmm. as being a victim of mind control, we can't, and I mean literally we can't, we are not allowed, I won't say can't, I would say we are not allowed to do any type of work that's going to be a benefit to our lives. And mm-hmm. with that, I agree. You know, we have to ask God to give us stronger strength to work through it and past it, mm-hmm. you know, to where we can win and get the work done that we need to have done. But mm-hmm. even I have struggled with that tremendously. Mm-hmm. I mean, tremendously on a big level. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, should I gave up doing yeah. TI work um, back in, when I, I stopped, when I let my uh, last show run, which was the last week in December of 2012, mm-hmm. that was the last time I officially did some TI work that, you know, that I considered to be worthy. I just mm-hmm. stopped right there. I got tired of spending my whole paycheck on television broadcasts. You know, renting uh, mm-hmm. studios. I just got tired mm-hmm. of it, and mm-hmm. and then in the midst of trying to put the shows together, you know, they would they the people that I would call uh, to be mm-hmm. guest speakers on the show, attorneys, civil rights activists, they mm-hmm. would turn around and target them to where they wouldn't show up to the event. You know, mm-hmm. something would happen in their life, like they had an accident. You know, or uh, uh, one of the children got sick. You know, so all the money that I put into the last couple months was Mm -hmm. really a waste of my time and money because even guests decided, uh, you know, that were invited would say yes, but on the day of the event, they couldn't. Yeah. You know, and they knew the event was being televised, so Mm -hmm. it wasn't that they didn't want to come. They were mm-hmm. being targeted, so mm-hmm. you know it's it's just just so devastating. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's it's, to, it's what I really want to say. It's a damn shame, mm-hmm. you know that we that we yeah. have to live like this through this. It it's is. just ridiculous. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous and frustrating. You know, you take ten steps up, you knock down twenty. Right. <laughs> 
Right. You know, it, it, it's robbing us of the basic basic things that we need to, to live life and to seek happiness, to work and seek happiness as human beings here on the face of earth. It's yeah. robbing us of our basic human rights and civil rights. And that's something I think I put in the directive that, um, or the letter that I wrote back uh, concerning um, uh, President Trump's um, directive. And I sent a copy, I sent one that, of the draft over to uh, Amy. And I took in, into consideration what you had told me, Miriam, about COINTELPRO. Of course, I didn't use those words because I want anyone to be able to pick up the document and be able to interpret it right away and what we're talking about. I write something to the fact that this is advanced uh, electromagnetic weaponry. It is a weapon that is being used against us. It has caused harm and hurt. It has robbed us of our freedom, our ability to work and to live and to seek happiness as American citizens. So all of that is in COINTELPRO and and the fact that we're starved, we're harassed, we're intimidated, all on the job, off the job, in the grocery store, at church, any and everywhere I, I that we may go. Instead yeah. of just trying to, you know, get Amy to, you should stretch out to Elizabeth and Nancy. Yes. I, well, I, I've done as much as I could do with that. And uh, so I'm, I've, I tried to reach out to everybody. But I, I basically took your concerns into uh, uh, the the drafting, and and uh, now it's in Amy's hands, so she can go. I mean, I was really literally dripping the whole time that I was trying to type up that email to her and send it to her. And uh, well, why, why didn't you send it to me? It, it didn't occur to me to send it to you. It didn't. But I could. I could forward it over to you. I would try to forward it over to you. But I, I'm done with it. Uh, there's nothing else I can do with that. I did the best I could do. And uh, now it's in Amy's hands. Now, what I understand what will happen from this point is she's going to try to draft a, a cover letter so that Chabanka would take a look at that and see if she can endorse what is written there and take on this cause to forward it over to President Trump to make sure he understands that they're citizens here in the United States while we're talking I'm about international. Until, until, you know, until the whole group. nobody's name on it. Nobody's name is on it. Yes. So if it's, you want to do something else, you Javanka's can. not one of our girlfriends. You know, you go to her with a prepared document. You know, it, yeah, well, I was just getting ready to well, say. Like I, said, like I said, it's in Amy's hands now. I've done what I could do with it. So well, you could have sent it to me. You could have sent it to me. You could have sent it over to you. I can forward yeah. it over to you. What, what were you going to say, Elizabeth? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I wasn't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've done what I could do with it, and uh, I, I've got. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna forward it. I'm gonna forward it to Nancy and Elizabeth. Okay. You know. All right. So you guys can get a. But well, I think you should have. Them. You should have done that instead of just Amy. You should have sent it out to you know everybody. Well, I don't know what that would have brought, uh, because I'm finished with it. I'm, it's nothing else I can do with it. I'm done with it. 
I'm not rewriting anything. Anything that Amy wants to rewrite and turn it over to Debanka, she can do so. But she told engineering. I told her, please don't change anything here. Uh, you know that that I have my name on. If she wants to start write up Harry Harry, but put her name on it. Don't say I wrote any of it. No, for that. Well, matter. then that's your letter. That's your letter. That's not the group letter. That's your letter. You can, yeah. sub- I, you can like submit I said, your I tried letter to with everybody. I tried. You it didn't work out. You the letter to, to to substantiate the group letter like I'm doing. I mean. Well, if you got something else that you want to send, I'm no, not no, stopping, I, I'm not like stopping said, anybody else. I'm not no, stopping anybody else from sending like, anything to Amy, okay? So if you've got something else you want to send to Amy, go ahead. I'm not stopping it. But that's something that I drafted up. I looked at it. I drafted up. I heard what you had to say about it. I tried to incorporate that. And she has not mailed anything to Debanka, to my understanding, as of this point. If there's something else you want to draft up, you want to send over to her, take you into consideration. I'll see. I'll see if she. Well, could you send me a copy so I'll yes, see if I, I can forward you a copy of it. I can forward you a copy. As soon as I get a chance, if I can, you know how it works with me, okay? So don't hold it against me if it's not done today or this evening, because you know how it works. My perp hears all of it, all of it. Uh, well, we're gonna punch, punch the devil in the eye, and you're okay. gonna get this thing to me. All right. Because I, I was hurting like I don't know what. He's all up in my booty hole. He's all up in my vagina and everything. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I did the best I could do. You know, for people listening on the tape, how would you explain what you just said? Because we don't want no one to think that, you know, we, you know, when you in my video and in my vagina, you're talking about he's using directed energy weapons yes. in your backside. Yes. All of, your, well, let, let me say this then. So because be anyone clear. listening to the call would say, what was that? So we yes. just want to well, I hope, I hope those are directed energy weapons, and anyone can go on the Internet, and you can look up directed energy weapons, which is a form of, like, tasing these electronic uh, assault crimes. Um, a, a electronic assassination programming, you can call it, um, and she is definitely, you know, victimized by these crimes. So I just wanted, for purposes of clarification, I want the audience to know. Go ahead, Anne. Uh, okay. I am wired from head to toe electromagnetically. My brain waves, my heart rate, and all of that has been captured in this type of weapon in these type of systems. They are, that is called remote neuro monitoring, where they can connect you up like much of the same principles that are involved with the implanting of a dog. And that, that is a popular uh, program that's going on across the nature, nation, where you implant an animal, you know where the animal is at all times of the day and night. Even through this type of program, this type of uh, program also you can use someone's brain waves as well as their heart rate and so forth which is like a fingerprint of that individual and you can also program the software to attack their body i am wired from head to toe all over my body 
my internal organs, my veins, arteries, muscles, tissues, it's all been wired completely. I am under severe mind control, brainwashing, and so forth. So I'm severely attacked. I have the documentation, the pictures of wounds and burns all over my body to prove I take notes I take notes of documentations of all of my days and nights as best as I can these days of course not as accurately as I might have when I first started years ago but I still take notes documenting as best as I can because I'm hurting terribly and I'm reaching out to all those who may not understand what's going on, but there's a there's a wave of of, of this type of weaponry and attacks that's going on to individuals not only here in the United States but all across the world. This is happening to various people for various reasons, and sometimes for no reason at all, just to meet the wrong person or to be captured onto a program, which could be a federal program as well. So, yes, we are hurting. Yes, we have conference calls. Yes, we discuss what's going on with us. Yes, we will continue to fight for our freedom each and every day of our lives because this is robbing us of our basic human rights to live, to work, and to prosper and to seek happiness in our lives as American citizens under the Constitution of the United States. And that's what I want to say about that. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, somebody in, in talk show, I got to Charlie Wilson, so thank you. I had that. But they put me uh, Charlie Wilson, I'm blessed. Yes, yes. Um, but I want well, the Trump White House weighing plans for private spies to counter deep state enemies. Again, this sounds interesting. Trump's White House is weighing the plans for private spies to counter deep state enemies. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That kind of like sounds like Trump is weighing plans to hide, to have private spies to counteract deep state enemies. Now, the question would be, what are deep state enemies? The Trump administration is considering a set of proposals developed by Blackwater founder Eric Prince and a retired CIA officer. Now, retired CIA officer Blackwater is not too cool. With assistance from Oliver North, a key figure in the Iran-Contra scandal, to provide CIA Director Mike Pompeo and the White House with a global private spy network that would circumvent official U.S. intelligence agencies, according to several current and former U.S. intelligence officials and others familiar with the proposals. The sources say the plans have been pitched to the White House as a means of countering deep state enemies. Wow. In the intelligence community, 
seeking to undermine, oof, 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 seeking to undermine Donald Trump's presidency. Mm. Well, at least he knows that there's some deep state enemies in the intelligence community. That's exactly where they're coming from, that CIA program. Hmm. Straight from the Majestic 12, it's the executive branch. It's deep in there, right where he's at. That's how the CIA came about. It's a, that's your Satanist, your key Satanist is right in there, in that CIA. And the CIA programming came from Majestic 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. Yes, I thank you. All right. The creation of such a program raises the possibility <clears throat> that the effort would be used to create an intelligence apparatus, apparatus excuse me, to justify the Trump administration's political agenda. Pompero cannot trust the CIA bureaucracy, so we need to create, you got that right, so we need to create this thing that reports just directly to him. Maybe we need to write him, shoot. Hmm. Uh-oh, that's rude. Please don't snore. Please don't mute yourself if you're snoring, please. Pompero can't trust the CIA bureaucracy, so we need to create this thing that reports just directly to him, said a former senior U.S. intelligence official with firsthand knowledge of the proposals in describing White House discussions. It is a direct action arm, totally off the books, this person said, meaning the intelligence collected would not be shared with the rest of the CIA or the larger intelligence community. The whole point is this is supposed to report to the president and Pompeo directly. North, who appears frequently on Trump's favorite TV network, Fox News, was enlisted to help sell the effort to the administration. He was the ideological leader brought to lend credibility, said the former senior intelligence official. Some of the individuals involved with the proposal secretly met with major Trump donors, asking them to help finance operations before any official contracts were signed. Mm. That's about it. Oh, 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 there's more. Let me see how much more. And who, who, who knows? It's, it's a good bit more. I don't feel like reading all of this. Who knows about Oliver North? What, what exactly was the story? I, I probably should know, but like I said, my memory is shot. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not clear on, on, on uh, just what his part is and, or was years ago, but I should know, and I probably did know the ins and outs of it, but I don't know now. Yeah, I, I can't, I remember Oliver North a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, let me read just this last part, because this don't sound good, well, I'll take a, uh, on November 30th, Prince testified behind closed doors before the House Intelligence Committee about his January trip to Seychelles to meet with Mohammed 
bin Zayed, crown prince of Ab- Abdu Dubai, the Habai, and a Russian fund manager close to Vladimir Putin. According to the Washington Post, Prince presented himself as an unofficial envoy of President like Trump. The Intercept reported last week that the fund manager was Krill. Let's not make it sense. All right. Finally, this is what Prince may have revealed part of his strategy in a July 2016 radio radio interview with Steve Bannon when he proposed recreating the CIA's Phoenix program, an assassination ring used in the Vietnam War to battle the Islamic State. Prince said in the interview that the program would be used to kill or capture the funders of Islamic terror, the wealthy, radical Islamist billionaires funding it from the Middle East. It sounds like they're just trying to get a program there um, to get rid of the uh, billionaires in the Middle East. Wow. That could be. That could be. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That could be. And when they talk of all that secrecy, none of that, none of that's supposed to be in government. Hmm. If you're doing a, a legit program, what are you going to secrecy for? Exactly. I mean, we don't have to know step by step, but you should be able to stand behind what you're doing. Yeah, hmm. just kind of give us a general idea. Exactly. Exactly. You you don't have to give us any detail, you know. Exactly. So that's not cool. All right, I got a guest putting these links in. Let's see. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange is now an Ecuadorian oh an Ecuadorian citizen. Wow. He moved to Ecuador. I was wondering if an electric toothbrush really seems better than a stupid commercial. Mm. He had to move to Ecuador. Wow. Dr. Daniels moved to Panama. Mm. Let's see what else. Yeah. She said somebody said when all Mac and C B is affected by meltdown. Um, well, how did they know my Mac? My Mac sure broke down. Mm. And this person put in an article here. There is a bug that can melt down your computer and components. Oh. Well, I know they did something to mine. I have a Mac. Nobody's Mac just lasts a year and a half. Except mine. I'm, I'm just so disgusted with it. So this person put in this article. <clears throat> Let me see. Did you have a warranty on it? Any type of warranty? Not the extended. And they made sure right after one year, that's when they did it. Wow. And I figured I paid $900 for it. Why would I need an extended warranty if the computer is 900 five years? That's a lot. And then they assured no... No viruses, so what they did was disable the uh, keyboard. Hmm. Well, you might be able to get another keyboard. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, that's what I'm using, but who buys a $900 computer to have a keyboard sitting on top of your keyboard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So it says, following the news that both Intel and ARM-based processors can be susceptible to various hacks, Apple issued a statement on Thursday announcing that it has already implemented some fixes in the latest iOS and macro OS releases with more still to come. However, there are not currently any known exploits taking advantage of meltdown exception. As soon as they started doing their um, downloads on my computer, that's when my computer went. Yeah. Mm. All right, let me play. I'm just going to play Elizabeth Charlie Wilson, and then I'll close the tape. And if you guys want to talk a little more, we can. Let's go. I was just playing. My plan was to ask God not to let the devil kill me out here while I was in the street. I wanted to get back. But I said, you give me one more chance. And life and music, I promise you, I'm going to shout you out for you. And I'm going to get inside. And we're going to have a
We have to be strong and stuck together. And that's our our basic foundation, that we will never let anything come between us, never, ever, that we are prayer warrior sisters and we will be together, we will stand together no matter what. Mm -hmm. Let the person know that. You know, let the person know that right up front because he's going to try to isolate and separate and divide as best as he can because that's what the devil does. That's what he does. Yeah. Mhm. All right. All right. Let me turn off the tape and um. Let's see. How do we do this one? Okay. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.